0: 'Cause It's a pit. A destiny child, you know, it will be rocket because it's flipping insane. It's just a pit. A destiny child more precious than a diamond on a bright machine.
1: In Venice Beach, there was a man. am the devil, cave. bitch. And this is the pick. And we're your hosts,
0: John Otney, Cala Wesman. <laughs>
1: Sean sure me, bitch <laughs> Oh, I didn't, I didn't know we were doing that Well, it's not even like it's a line from the movie No it, It's a line from Heavy Vengeance, the McTrigger movie Available yes. on Vimeo Still wondering so. what that's from Sean's brother said it once, and I thought it was really funny But I don't know if it's a reference to something
0: I think it's just something you say when you want to be super intimidating
1: I just realized too, as I said that I said it really loud so I'm sure everybody in this house heard it (laughs) Um,
2: As they should
1: Sounds like something Freddy Krueger would say (laughs) I'm the devil, bitch (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know what the first line Freddy Krueger says in a nightmare movie Is uh, someone sees him and goes Oh god And he says this is God, <laughs> which is it cool? But it's like you, this—not you know, I am God. It's this is this God. Is God. It is yeah. This is God. You know, he's, he's answering the. He's kind of revealing himself. It's still a cool like bad guy line. Most of like the slasher bad guys don't like say anything good or cool. Yeah. Most of them don't talk. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I was just thinking about um. In the Halloween movies, you know, Michael Myers. Yeah. I, I think the first shake. time we ever heard him talk, aside from that one where he's a little kid at the beginning, was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, where he's like, uh, he's lost his mask, and he's played by Tyler Maine, And he just looks like Rob Zombie in that movie. It just looks like Rob Zombie's going around <laughs> killing people. And then near the end, he finally gets to say something, and he says... Die. Oh,
2: nice.
1: <laughs> it is funny to think after all this time, that's all he's got on his mind. Die. You know who has a lot to say though, John Milton.
2: <laughs> yeah. I should have sure. looked
1: up what his first line in the movie was. I'm sure it was something good. What a fun, fun performance. We'll get into it. I got, I got lots to say about it, and I'm sure we got some impressions to go around. <laughs>
2: No, it's like you're gonna advocate for the devil's advocate. Yeah,
1: doing the devil's advocate. Uh but before we get to that, we're gonna do our little picks. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't know. I don't feel like doing one. Let's see. Uh <laughs> you could uh you could abstain. I'll be, I'll be quick. I'll be quick. Um it is allowed. It's the power of the pick. No, mm-hmm. no, no. I gotta pick something. Um that movie X for May 24, I saw that like a month ago <laughs> That was pretty good oh. That was really good You know, it's funny uh, Is Sever
2: in it too, or is it just X?
1: <laughs> it's just X going solo this time Branching out Maybe we'll get the X The the Sever movie at some point <laughs> That was a good deep cut It even took me a minute You, you got that, right, Colin? <laughs>
0: Eventually, yeah.
1: Okay, good, good, good. I just I don't make sure we're all on the same page with that great joke. Yeah, it was pretty ballistic. But. It was very ballistic. This is a very ballistic movie, but no you know it's funny. I was thinking earlier this year there was that new Texas Chainsaw, which was pretty bad. I kind of liked it, but it was bad. And then it's funny because then I watched X, Ty West X, and I was like, "Damn, this is what." This should be the new Texas Chainsaw. This is, like, everything that's good about Texas Chainsaw because it's, like, a weird kind of southern gothic slasher in Texas in the 70s. This is, like, a movie that Rob Zombie and Eli Roth would, like, give their left nut to make. Like, the movie they've been trying to make their whole careers but just have failed time and time again. Like, somebody's doing it right. It's actually, like, scary. Uh... (laughs) It's just a really well-made movie set in 1979 about uh, a crew of people trying to make a porn film on a farm in Texas. And then the old couple finds out what they're doing and then starts killing them. It's that simple. And it's great. The, the cast is so good. Uh, Mia Goth. Uh, who I'm not super familiar with was a star She also, also uh, plays the old woman killer For some reason I don't know why Because the whole movie I'm like That's definitely someone in makeup right? That's not actually an old person uh, Interesting choice It's cool though There's also a guy in here who was like Who is that uh, This is uh, it's uh, Martin Henderson Who's kind of like the producer leader of the group And he's, like, doing, like, a note-for-note Matthew McConaughey impression. It really seems like he's just playing Matthew McConaughey. And then I realized, oh, Martin Henderson's the guy who—he's the star of Torque. Nice. So it's good to see him in a prominent role. He's really good. Also, I did not realize he's from New Zealand. Where? Where's also where this movie was shot. I did not know that could be a stand-in for Texas, apparently. (laughs) I think it was New Zealand. It definitely wasn't America. Uh, but it looks great. Ty West is—it's his best movie. Super underrated. I think you can rent it right now, uh, but it's one of those expensive rentals, so you know you might want to wait a little while. Yeah. But if they put like a steel book of this one, hell yeah. And they? Uh, I don't know—they don't do it for everything. And they already made—they already made a prequel. That's fucking fat. Well, at the end credits, there's a trailer for it. <laughs> Cause like they're making this, and then Ty West like while they're making it, it's like, hey, I got an idea for a prequel. Let's just make it right after we make this one. <laughs> now since we have all the locations,
2: has there ever been an A two four direct sequel or prequel before? Have they ever done this?
1: The Souvenir.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to. Say.
1: But but kind of a different kind of movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that what they want to do is well, oh, they already did it. Um, Is the old woman character They're going to have her um, When she was young Like in like the 20s Killing people on the same property Ah Well so that's why she played the old lady I guess but it's like It didn't sound like that was originally The plan was to make (laughs) this prequel It just kind of happened But um, they said that one's going to be inspired By like classic Disney movies I don't know what that means It's a very interesting trailer Can't believe they already made that so I'll be out next so is, year <laughs> I, this, So how supernatural is X? Well, I mean, not at all I hate to say that because I don't want to spoil anything But it really seemed like from the trailer There was going to be a supernatural twist Because it's like shots of the moon And stuff I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a werewolf movie, right? <laughs> Wait, like a so vampire I'm, just conf-
2: I'm confused What was Was X not set in modern day?
1: Set in the 70s Okay because
2: like you, you said, the prequel set in the twenties. Like this lady's yeah, it's over hundred. It's set in <laughs> nineteen
1: seventy nine. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, it's just like a great horror movie. It's very simple, but it's super well made and it's scary. People don't even like get killed to like an hour into the movie. A lot of respect. A lot of restraint. Um, you know, I think that's a lot, a lot of these uh, Horror guys gotta learn Is just learn a little patience yeah. Build atmosphere Also, don't be a terrible writer Which I guess, you know, is hard for people Like Eli Roth and Rob Zombie <laughs> I mean, I don't know, Rob Zombie did write Die as Michael Myers' really class, classic comedy. line <laughs> <laughs> Die Die Fucking Die <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, uh, check it out. Definitely one to check out um, during Halloween time, for sure.
0: Um, I think this time I'm going to do a twofer little pick, mm, just okay. because <laughs> there's two things I've enjoyed recently that kind of scratch the same itch. Um, so I uh, I really enjoyed when they put out that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, it made me very nostalgic <laughs> because yeah. I loved yeah. those games growing up, and I kind of realized that they were like uh, some of my favorite video games ever. And but you know, it took me a very short amount of time to beat them, uh, and I kind of wanted more. So luckily, yeah. a new skateboarding game came out a couple months ago called Ollie Ollie World. And sure. I've almost made my way through it. It's a, kind of a more cartoony, colorful type of skateboarding game. Came out on pretty much every console. Um, and of course, the thing about Tony Hawk is it has like such a perfect <laughs> engine for a skateboarding game. Just the controls are kind of like they replicate what it is to skateboard in, in such a natural way. Uh, But this game is, uh, it takes a different approach. It's a 2D kind of side-scrolling thing, and you actually use, like, the joysticks to, like, flick your tricks, basically. Uh, Which takes a little bit of getting used to, but it was just, like, fun to play uh, a a skateboarding game that takes kind of a, a different approach and isn't just a Tony Hawk clone, which there have, of course, been many of over the years. Not as much lately, but, you know (laughs) Back in the 2000s So yeah, fun little game I will also recommend A documentary that came out On HBO recently called Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off Which is A documentary, you know, basically About Tony Hawk's life and career But also kind of Showing where he is now And it is Pretty incredible that he still skateboards, like, four or five days a week Uh, even though he's, I think, 53? Yeah, 53 So it kind of uses this framing device of, like, showing him trying to land a 900 in, like, On a ramp, I think it's like his personal skate park or something. And like you just keep seeing him falling and falling, and it's just like a little like stressful to watch this old guy just like putting his body on the line at this age. And then, uh, like, the movie kind of delves into that too, like him and some of the skaters of his generation who are still skating. And how like dangerous it is for them to still be doing it at this age, but they just like love it and like the movie kind of gets into the mindset of like How a person like that thinks when You you want to be the best at your sport like in your field, but also It's just it's just so dangerous to your body long term um and, like, like, that was the most interesting part of it I was kind of familiar with some of Tony Hawk's story Since I read his autobiography in sixth grade And mm. <laughs> there was also a, um, a documentary, I think, about the Bones Brigade Which was a skateboarding team in the 80s That came out, like, ten years ago But, um, I don't know All, all fascinating stuff for someone like me Who grew up kind of loving Tony Hawk
2: Cool man. It kind of sounds like uh,
1: like Jackass, just like an old person getting hurt. Yeah, worried about him.
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: I was just watching Tony uh, in that sketch from the first Jackass movie where they wear the fat suits, mm-hmm. and he just like doesn't crash during the whole segment. Yeah, <laughs> he's like too good even in a fat suit. Pretty I feel much. like that's some That's like the reason why Tony isn't. I feel like Matt Hoffman's in more segments just because Tony never crashes. Mm-hmm. He's too good. Yeah, just incredibly focused guy. <laughs> and safe. He's like always wearing padding and a helmet. Like it's a good role model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's even got his own Chipotle meal. Oh, nice. Oh wow. I don't. Yeah, I almost got it once, but I, I like to do John meal.
2: <laughs> uh. If you guys want to have some fun now, you need to get your asses to the movie theater and see RRR, a.k.a. Rise, Roar, Revolt. Uh, It is a new Tollywood movie uh, directed by S.S. Rajamouli, uh, and it is uh, one of the best movies ever made, hands down, no doubt about it. Wow um let me fill you in on some of those terms i just used so tollywood um so indian cinema is broken up into a bunch of different uh sub movements i guess uh probably the most famous is bollywood the hindi film industry uh, but there's also uh ollywood mollywood sandalwood <laughs> jollywood jollywood um And weirdly, two uh, Tollywoods. One is in Bengal and one is uh, in the Telugu language in um, southern uh, India around uh, Delhi and uh, Hyderabad. And that Tollywood, the second of the two, is uh, where S.S. Rajamuli comes from. He is uh, an acclaimed director uh, making a lot of uh it sounds like over the top fantasy action movies uh it sounds like the most famous of those are the bahubali movies um which you might have seen a scene from because it's kind of infamous on the internet um where a bunch of guys with shields uh stand on a palm tree that's been pulled back uh and they get launched into the air and uh fly over like a medieval fortress wall to start a battle uh it's uh it's pretty over the top uh which is good that's what you want right um and uh i don't know if that's the the level that that whole movie or those there's multiple bahubali movies so i don't know if that's the level they're all on uh but that is the uh the level that rrr is on um I think one of the, the great uh, reasons to go see a movie especially a movie in theaters is to be uh, taken by surprise by the audacity of, uh, of a stunt or, or a moment that just um, fills you with a childlike glee um, and I can think of a few instances where a movie has made me giddy like that uh, probably the one that that comes to mind immediately is uh in uh furious 7 um they do this you know they've been building up to the scene that we saw in the trailer where uh, uh they jump a sports car from one skyscraper to another um and then when we're watching that movie you find out that after they do that they do it again they jump from another do they do from that skyscraper into a third skyscraper uh and that was so exciting to me um this movie RRR is full of moments like that where something so hilariously over the top happens that i can't help but like shriek with joy in the theater it's (laughs) so good um i guess i should say what it is uh it is a i guess a a work of historical fan fiction i don't know (laughs) how else to better put it um the idea is there are these uh, these two um, characters from uh, India's uh, revolutionary past. Um, this is set in the twenties during the uh, colonial era. Um, uh, they have uh, Raju, who is a uh, who, someone who's decided to uh, ally himself with the British and uh, become like their ultimate cop. Uh, And you have Beam, uh, who's from this tribe um, that, at the beginning of the movie, is visited by, uh, of all people, uh, Ray Stevenson. uh, Who is uh, Thor's most forgettable friend from that movie, from those movies. Um, And also the most forgettable Punisher of the actors who've played the Punisher. Um, he's uh, in this he's like the uh, I don't know like the governor of uh, Delhi uh, and he visits the tribe and uh, a little girl from the tribe uh, sings for them and so they, uh, they steal the little girl away and so Beam is sent to um, steal the little girl back and uh, return her to the, the tribe um, and uh, when word that he's in the city gets out, uh, Raju is tasked with finding Beam. And so we have these two enemies that don't know that they're enemies. When they meet by chance and they save a little boy's life and they become the world's best friends. Like, nobody has ever loved someone as much as these two guys love each other. Uh, it's so good. Uh, and the, the the drama just unfolds from there in such an exciting uh, and over-the-top way um, there are so many things in this movie that I've never seen before that all movies should have going forward it's great it's so much fun there's singing there's dancing there's a uh, human Voltron in it it's it's great um, so I highly recommend if you can Go see this movie now while it's still in theaters. See it with a crowd. I didn't get that experience. I did see it in theaters, but it was an empty theater. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking to see it again. Uh, just hoping to find a crowd that's uh, that's into it. Um, but like I, genuinely, I gave this movie five stars. And I can't imagine seeing something else this year that I like more than RRR. So go get it.
1: Wow. Nothing. Not even Morbius. <laughs> I totally skip Morbius. Haven't you checked in? It. Haven't you I'm seen? Haven't side. you seen the Doctor lately, Sean? Doctor Morbius. <laughs> the Doctor is it <laughs> yeah, everyone's got to see the Doctor.
2: No, I'm sorry, I, I haven't.
1: Is there a movie where the tagline is "The Doctor is in dot 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 sane"? That's got to be something, right? <laughs> I'll good. Google it. <laughs> mm. It for sure. It must be. Um, the only evil doctor movie I can think of Is a doctor movie called Dr. Giggles um, Alright, looking up the tag, I think, ta- I think, tagline To Dr. Giggles
2: I think you could get this title I see a short film from 2011 That's The Doctor is Insane uh, And a book Called The Doctor is Insane Indispensable Advice From Dr. Dave Who is Dave Hepburn
1: Alright, the tagline to the 1992 horror film Doctor Google starring Larry Drake is the doctor's out, dot dot dot, of his mind <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. My favorite kind of tagline is like normal phrase, dot 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 and then the crazy <laughs> Alright, gotta search uh, the tagline for the devil's advocate Devil begins and wins
0: that's right. i mean what? On, the, on the poster yeah there's just like three taglines
1: <laughs> i see okay i'm i'm need to be there i see five taglines i see devil begins and wins bad speak of the devil uh bad evil has its winning ways eh at least like confusing. at least like you're like okay lawyers they have to win cases don't trust the devil and then yeah. the newest attorney at the world's most powerful law firm has never lost a case, but he's about to lose his soul. Oh,
0: <laughs> ah, well, there you go.
1: You know what's so funny? I, so that's I can't what it says on the poster. Okay. But what so it says on the poster. But then it has
0: the title Devil's Advocate, and then underneath it, it says Evil Has Its Winning Ways. Mm, okay. So.
1: You know, it, it's funny. Before I saw this movie, I always felt like it was a twist that, like, oh, he's the. John Milton's the devil, that's the twist of the movie But I'm like, every tagline makes it sound like the devil's 100% in this movie There's only two guys on the poster yeah. Also if you see the trailer, it's incredibly obvious I don't really think it's a twist I feel like more of the surprise is uh, like All the weird f- special effects that they throw in towards the end, visual-wise um, which are fun. Um, I'll do. Let me do a little bit of. Uh, I would. I would say there is a genuine twist to that moment though. Uh,
2: I guess we're going straight into spoilers. The the fact that he's the the son of the devil is. I didn't see that coming.
0: Yeah.
1: I ah, that was weird. I didn't like that. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. For, I mean, like, it's
0: it's debatable if it's a good twist but it, it wasn't an unexpected
1: twist. Then again, the whole ending of this movie is weird too cuz it's like they try to go for the happy ending um which I don't Perfect. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that I mean dot dot dot. They throw a little bit. Yeah, dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> um we'll talk about it a little bit. First, let me talk about some of the background of this movie. John
2: Milton, should we talk about
1: Inferno, oh God! Paradise Lost. I, I mean, are you prepared to? <laughs> I am no. certainly not. It's funny that <laughs> Al Pacino played this John Milton devil character, and then Robert De Niro played a movie where, like, the twist was, oh, he's the devil, but his name was <laughs> Lewis Cipher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're both very on the nose, aren't they?
1: John Milton a little less obvious because, like you'll you'll get that if you like you read books. <laughs> it's like smart. I'm expecting a really smart villains wiki because of the book reference. Yeah. Also, this movie is based on my a name book. is Beel Zebub. <laughs> oh, or I hate how in um, the movie Sinister, the bad the monster is Bagool as in Boogeyman. <laughs> it's like, oh, of course,
2: <laughs> it can't just be
1: Boogeyman. It's got to be some weird like ancient Bagool. Like we know what you're communicating. Yeah. Uh, oh, but, Yaga. but yeah, Devil's Advocate was a book uh, published in 1990 by Andrew. Nieden. Really, it was a book by a pretty <laughs> prolific author. I, I didn't recognize a lot of his other books, um, but he just kind of like crafts them out. Uh, I seem like a lot of airport <laughs> novels. <laughs> cool. And pretty pretty him. early on, there uh, Hollywood was like, "This will be a great movie," and they were gonna make it in '94 with Brad Pitt. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel Schumacher was going to direct. Yes, uh, but it sounds like they were kind of having some trouble getting the script into shape. I think they've all they always wanted Al Pacino, but he turned it down quite a bit because he's like he thought it had too many effects and it was too weird. So they kept rewriting it to try to make it more grounded. So that's pretty funny to me that there's apparently a version of this script that's like way more over the top and elaborate. (laughs) Um, Uh,
2: I love that sort of thing. You just triggered a memory of of mine that is very unrelated to this at all. Uh, I just watched the movie um, Outbreak for the first time mm -hmm. from 1995. uh, A pandemic movie uh, that also turns into a military thriller. Um, And that movie stars um Dustin Hoffman as the main um he's like a military uh doctor um and he was not the first choice for a role it was originally offered to Harrison Ford which makes sense like those two could both play that role um Another person they offered it to was Mel Gibson. Again, makes sense in 1995. But the weirdest thing to me is they also, before they offered the part to Dustin Hoffman, again, this is a doctor who doesn't fight anybody. Before they offered it to Dustin Hoffman, they offered it to Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and I can't imagine what the movie was like when they're like, "Yeah, Sylvester Stallone will want this."
1: Sylvester Stallone is that so? This character is a doctor.
2: This character is a doctor. The whole movie is just him trying to convince military people to give him a chance to work on a cure. He doesn't fight any. I
1: feel like I wouldn't trust a cure that was invented by Celestia Stallone. <laughs> hey, no, it totally works. I tried it myself. It it's great.
0: You gotta try it.
1: <laughs> I love that Stallone, despite, you know, doing all these action movies in his career has this other side to him. Like, where, I guess, I don't know, I mean, maybe he wa- really wanted to play a scientist, or like how it's always been his dream to play Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> hey, I could do this, be or not be. <laughs> I just in <said> Shakespeare. <laughs> uh, what's a good Poe one that I could have gone with? Quote the Raven. Yeah, some, some bullshit. I like I like my version. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know. Stallone. Maybe Stallone could have been John Milton. Could have been. Uh, could have been. Would you? Uh, okay. <laughs> if you been. had
2: to, if you had to cast a Sylvester Stallone, you cast him as uh, whatever the fuck Keanu Reeves character. Ke- Kevin Loman. You cast him as Satan. Oh, Kevin, for sure. Yeah. Even though that that would make him Al Pacino's son yeah
0: and he has I to don't do think a florida accent up. i guess that is weird There still have ever
1: age. done an accent in anything <laughs> it's one of those guys that mm-hmm. doesn't really do any other voice but his own kind of like sean connery <laughs> yeah. um who uh actually when uh When Pacino turned down the role, he suggested they should go. He had two other people. He's like, You you should go for these guys. And he suggested Sean Connery. Okay. uh, Maybe. I guess I could picture it. Be kind of cool. And then Robert Robert Redford was his other suggestion. Fucking Robert Redford.
2: You never get away from it. It's kind
1: of interesting because with Robert Redford, you might have been able to sell the twist like that you don't know he's the devil because he's not quite sinister in the same way. Like, it just, I don't know. I Like, I imagine I'll, I, any movie I see with Al Pacino, I'm going to assume he might be the devil going into it regardless of what movie it is just because he's yeah. that big. Whereas Robert Redford, I, I could imagine it being more of a twist. There, there's a great Twilight Zone that Robert Redford's in where at the end he turns out to be death. And it's like, oh, didn't see that coming. He seems like such a nice guy. <laughs> um, though he was doing, like, some, like, scuzzier stuff. I feel like we keep talking about Indecent Proposal. Yeah, That's man. a sleazier role, for sure. That could have been interesting. But I really like Al Pacino in this movie. He's really funny. I really, I can really believe him being a, a part of that, like, scene. You know, that, like, New York upper class, like, Just these wackos. He really fits in well. Um, And I don't think anyone could have done the end of this movie better than he could have. That's where he really shines. Um, But yeah, now eventually they rewrote it enough that he's like, okay, I'll do it. Keanu um, took less money so they could get Pacino. And then when Pacino found that out, he felt bad, so he donated a lot of his salary to charity. Because... But it's like that's your rate, dude. Like that's the rate that you gave them. So,
2: uh, well, the devil works in mysterious
1: ways. It's true. Um, the evil has its winning ways. I'm just gonna keep coming back to all those taglines. So Keanu plays Kevin Lomax, uh, a lawyer from Gainesville, Florida. Yet another Keanu movie that we're talking about, where he's he's doing an accent. Do we think he succeeds with the southern accent?
0: Occasionally.
1: What a ridiculous question.
0: (laughs) But overall, no. (laughs) He's kind of like it. Sometimes for like a minute or
2: two. (laughs) You know what it it reminds me of?
0: It reminds me of Peyton Manning. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm a lawyer.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think it worked for the most time. Most part, I like this performance actually. Mm. Um, there's some there's like that scene later where Charlize Theron like slits her throat and he has to like scream. I think he actually does that well. Um. Only, yeah, and he doesn't even have to shoot a gun in the air. No. <laughs> Occasionally, the accent would throw me for a loop because I think the the main thing is just like,
0: why is it necessary? <laughs> yeah, was he, that he he his choice? He could just be from Florida and not have an accent. Yeah,
1: everyone from Florida talks yeah like that. Um, but he's he's Kevin Lomax, who's a lawyer who's won, I think, at the beginning of the movie, he's winning his 64th case, never lost. Uh, Seems like he kind of has this reputation for, at least based on the cases he takes, like cases that don't... It seems like he's going to lose, or where he's defending kind of uh, not the best dudes. Because this (laughs) dude at the beginning uh, is being accused of, like... uh, molesting or sexually harassing a a student of his he's a teacher and this dude is so fucking creepy he's like doing hand gestures under the desk like in the courtroom himself johnny he's touching himself he's doing
2: gestures he's touching himself (laughs)
1: like dude you're in the courtroom jeez and uh Kevin knows this guy's bad, he, but he, like, goes to the bathroom. He, like, takes off his wedding ring, and he's like, I'm going to make uh, the decision to to defend this guy. I'm going to win this case. And this is where I was wondering. Um, so his strategy is to try to make the, the witness or the victim. Uh, he doesn't want anyone to believe her. But I do not feel like the examples he uses are that convincing. He shows like a picture that she did Where they're like making fun of the teacher Like he tries to play it off like She just hates this teacher This is like a prank Uh,
2: Well John the thing is You're looking at this through our modern Believe women eyes You gotta remember back in 1997 um, Basically everything a woman said Was assumed to be a dirty lie It's just
1: I just, I thought he was really gonna come up with something Hard hitting and like whoa
0: don't know how I don't, know if, that's, was, I don't yeah. know if that's true if you're talking about a child I think people still believe uh, girls
2: she lost her innocence when she chose to have sex as a young person so. okay she she she's working for the devil she's the devil's advocate from the title
1: mm-hmm. Colin did Nina see this
0: yeah she had some issues with it.
1: <laughs> I just wondering specifically from, the ending. <laughs> okay, well, I was just wondering from like the 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 law side of things if this
0: movie like made sense. Uh I think generally it's just okay. she took issue with the movie's like overall thesis that uh defense attorneys who take on like guilty clients are bad for doing that. When really, you know, it's just their job Everyone's due, you know, their day in court And has the right to a, an attorney But this movie makes it seem like Any defense attorney who does that is a bad person
1: uh, Well, I think this movie's going the angle that Pretty much, if you're a lawyer in general, you're bad This movie is a 140-minute is a lawyer joke <laughs> Yeah, lawyers. It's like that Gary Larson comic strip where there's just a bunch of lawyers in hell, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of, a, kind of a dated. I don't know. I don't know if that's still the. Uh, I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> I just was. Uh, yeah. It, it just, it just at least from me, I wasn't that convinced. Mm-hmm. So then again. I'm sure most of the other people in the courtroom didn't see this guy like jerking himself off. That probably would have hurt his case if more people witnessed that. I think so. But he wins the case. Um, so celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, a guy approaches him, uh, and he wants to. Uh, he offers him to assist in a jury selection because it's like this guy is so good at winning trials. He can help us select a jury so that we can win our case. It's like a test, basically. In, in New York. Only in New York. And Kevin's mom, this is a scene that I found pretty funny. Uh, Kevin's mom, who's a very religious character in this movie, uh, it warns him that you don't want to go to New York because it's full of sinners. Like, they're trying to set up New York as this just, like, corrupt city of debauchery. And I'm just thinking, like, Dude, you live in Florida. That's like even worse. Did perception of Florida change post-2000? I feel like ever since that election got fucked up there, people have been more aware of Florida's bullshit. The only other
2: Florida lawyer movie I can think of is Body Heat, and they seem pretty bad in that.
1: (laughs) Florida's a nasty bad place with a lot of bad people. It's just funny to like, oh the big city. Can't trust the big city. Whereas like looking at it today, the big city seems like a, a place with a lot more um acceptance. So I just thought that was funny. Um so he's gonna he's gonna go he's gonna go to New York with his wife, Charlie's Theron. Uh, who I I read some breakdown that she spends 30% of the movie either naked or in her underwear. (laughs) Kind of a thankless role. But I I do think she does a good job. She has to basically go insane in this movie.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And she uh, she brings it. Not the best role, but she brings it. Uh, Character is Mary. Um, So yeah, Kevin goes to New York. And uh, this movie does what a lot of movies did in the 2000s, which I like, which is footage of the city sped up. <laughs> do you guys love that? I feel like that's something you see a lot in the early 2000s. Sure. It's like, look at the city. Look how fast. It never
0: sleeps. <laughs> Only in New York.
1: Uh, so he goes to this jury selection, um, and we just see how good he is at, like, Oh, yeah, this guy, this guy, did uh, definitely don't want her. It's like, oh, but she's like really like a religious, like school teacher. It's like, no, you definitely don't want her. Um, and then I guess I'm just kind of jumping through my notes here. They're like, they're so impressed that John Milton offers him a position with his, uh, his law firm. Yeah. And, uh, I found it very funny and very clever that that if the devil were real, he would work in this field, as if the devil really gets off on getting bad people off. I thought that was pretty ingenious. <laughs> I mean, what else could he do? I guess he guess he could run for president. Oh, see, mm. oh no, they already did that in um, the Omen Four. <laughs> <laughs> where Sam Neill is the is the devil's son running for I don't know if it's a president but definitely in he's in politics. Um but John Milton wants Kevin to head his criminal department. Um which I guess he doesn't have at this point. He's got to have evil represented in every every department. And he he's going to give him basically a case that sounds like he's for sure going to lose. Uh, where it's a case where a man sacrificed a goat and there's like video of it and it's very uh, brutal and gory and it's you know animal abuse yeah um so kevin goes to visit this guy Moyes delroy lindo Mm -hmm. yeah from the core right isn't that what he's in the (laughs) core this most famous rule uh, what else was he? He was in uh, Defy Bloods, right? Isn't that the one where he wore yeah. the, the magnet? He's a few
0: Spike Lee movies. <sighs> he it's really fun. should have got an awesome yeah, for Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs>
2: Gone in 60 seconds. He's the cop in that.
1: Gone in 60 seconds. Who's the... Is that also Charlize Theron, or is that Angelina Jolie? That's Angelina Jolie. Okay, i never seen that I've, movie. have
2: sex with Nicolas Cage in that.
1: Nicholas Cage I feel like I always get that mixed up with something else but I don't know what Maybe I'm thinking of Get Carter They remade that around the same time With Stallone Okay, What do they have in common? I don't know <laughs> They're movies <laughs> in. I guess I would assume Get Carter had something with what am I thinking? What's that? No, no, I, I'm getting like three different movies mixed up. What's the yeah. Mark Wahlberg car remake? Oh, the Italian Job. Okay, the Italian Job. That makes a little more sense. That one. Yeah. But for some reason, Dick Carter's is is two it Michael Caine
2: movie remakes. Okay.
1: Because mm-hmm. right, that, there's the connection. I got a, I got two Michael Caine movies in, in in my head. One of them is a car one, <laughs> but Gone in sixty seconds, not a
0: remake. Uh, oh, no, it is a remake. <laughs> yes, is of some movie no one's heard of. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't even know the star of the original. H.B. Is... Halicki. Looks like He's a, st- he starred, directed, and wrote it. He was a stunt driver in real life. There's also a Gone in 60 Seconds 2 in 1989. Huh. Oh. Future oh, no. pick. No. The original Gone in 60
0: Seconds. <laughs> Yeah,
1: maybe. There's nobody in this movie that I've ever heard of. <laughs> I love that. It was just like this guy, H.B. Halicki, did everything written, produced, starring, directed by.
0: I like that it lists all of the cars stolen in the film. <laughs> like what make and model <laughs> they were. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> he steals 48 cars.
1: <laughs> How does he have time? <laughs>
2: And, and you should note that they all have women's names. That's,
0: uh, that's important. Yeah. The the plot. Uh, I, I got to assume so.
1: All right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to steal 48 cars. Uh, Marion, that's one of the cars. Okay, let's see. What's another one of the cars? Karen, that's definitely one of the cars. All right, so you can click on Eleanor. Eleanor, that's the car. Robert
2: Duvall and Preston <laughs> Johnston. <Steele>. El-
1: <laughs> I'm doing no. I'm doing H B Halicki. He's from New York. <laughs> Things go fast there. I saw the the city shots in Devil's Advocate. So Eleanor the car has a Wikipedia page, and it's specifically Eleanor the car from the Gone in sixty Seconds movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, the original or the
1: oh, they're both. They they share the same Wikipedia page, but mostly the original. Uh, I guess car nuts are really into this car, this Ford Mustang <laughs> named Eleanor. Okay. What a car. Uh, so we meet Moyes, who is French maybe, or maybe from like a French speaking region, Central America. I don't remember. He's like a, a voodoo priest and he has like an underground temple. I kind of thought this this character was going to be a bigger part of the movie it's for a how weird much detour it is a weird detour <laughs> like I thought he would like give them a warning also like did they did he hire them or did they just like see, hear about this case and're like we want to represent that guy because this sounds fucking insane
2: <laughs> Well, I think the implication is that uh because he's doing You know this sort of animal sacrifice. Uh, He's he's a devil worshiper, and he's probably made some sort of deal with the devil.
1: Oh, Uh, right. So the devil's got to protect him. But I thought the devil liked goats because he like is one or something. (laughs) He is sometimes. I don't really understand goats. (laughs) I
2: think most of the time when you sacrifice something, you it's something that the person you're sacrificing to likes, right? Like you sacrifice uh, virgin women because that like that God likes the likes virgins, right? Like you don't sacrifice them because you hate virgins.
1: You know, it's a good goat Satan movie. Mm. Incubus with William Shatner. That movie that's entirely in Esperanto. You're calling that movie good. Mm, the the end is good. <laughs> it's not terrible. The eh, it's kind of terrible. Yeah, well, it, William Shatner has a fist fight with goat man Satan. <laughs> Damn. Well, I don't know. Let's see what I gave it on Letterboxd. Thank you, Bus, it's by the creator of the Outer Limits, who was apparently a weirdo. I gave it two stars. I guess it wasn't so good. It's only seventy-four minutes, though.
0: That's <sighs> not waste your yeah, time. of time.
1: In Esperanto, I think. Yeah, I think I reviewed it on uh, for October on our blog. I guess I didn't like it. I think mm. it's more I just admire that it's in such an insane movie got made. Uh Kevin wins wins the case. He uses the argument yeah. of uh it was kosher butchering. Um also the other lawyer in this case uh, is not doing a good job because he cannot stop coughing. Mm. I was really hoping that this was yeah. like he was not going to cough up flies or uh, something <laughs> or he was going to die or I'm not sure what the point of him coughing was.
2: Well, I think that was the devil interfering. He's put some sort of curse on the guy that he can't object during Keanu Reeves' uh, argument. Because he's forced to have a coughing fit.
1: Okay. I like that. I like that. The devil. He has his, what was it, what I say? He has his evil winning ways or whatever? <laughs> yeah, sure does. He's, he's, he's everywhere, man. Um. So he wins the case, and he gets invited to one of John Milton's parties. I'm not sure if he's met him yet, or if he meets him at the party. No, he meets him at on like in his building because there's that weird, scary view from the building. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but there's some cool, some cool scenery.
2: Is this before or after he gets invited to live in?
1: John Milton's building. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Out. I like I watched this movie <laughs> like <laughs> ten days ago. Let's go to the party that I have. I have some notes on the party. Okay. I immediately had to write. Go back. Oh, no, so no. So it's definitely after. So okay. I think
2: just you need to remember that Charlie's throne has has already started going crazy while this was happening because she's has nothing to do but make over this giant apartment, and
1: it sucks. They did say what her job was earlier, but I forgot. She so she, it, she wasn't just a wife. She had a job, but here she doesn't have anything, so she just goes she, go crazy. She's just
2: a wife who wants to have
1: babies. Yeah. Um, so they go to a party, and someone says a line prominently that I had to write down that I thought was fun, where someone said um, Donald Trump was supposed to be here, but he had a business emergency. Probably Mort Zuckerman. And I'm like, that sounds like some 90s shit that I need to know. (laughs) So I searched that. And Mark Zuckerman was CEO of Boston Properties. And him and Trump constantly had real estate battles in New York in the 90s. And I mean, it's it's so fucking funny that Donald Trump is like... He's in this circle of people that includes the devil. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, funny... Well, I don't know. It's kind of more probably more depressing than it is funny. Good. Um, also, uh, one other Trump fun fact is later Craig T. Nelson's character, his apartment was one of Trump's apartments, and they filmed in there. So <laughs> Trump. Yeah, I mean the whole vibe I got was that Craig T. Nelson was just Trump. Basically, I mean <laughs> he's Trump's apartment. So Trump is a murderer who hangs out with the devil. Uh, but back then, you know, he's doing pizza commercials and he's in Home Alone 2. Everyone thought he's funny. We didn't know how wrong we were. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, John Milton mingles with Marianne. Uh, I wrote down this. Is Marianne? this Marianne is... Um, Charlie Theron's character. I remember Kevin would always call her Mayor. I'm just like, just call her Mary. No, what are you doing? I don't like this.
2: They do syllable.
1: I wrote down an exchange where John Milton, they're talking about the only thing worse than not having a father was having mine. And he's like, I can relate.
0: <laughs>
1: and it's at moments like that, it's like, we we do know he's the devil, right? No one. This isn't a twist, anyone, right? The twist must be just the Keanu thing. I just I, I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of someone in 1997. <laughs> Everyone must be aware that he's the devil, right?
2: It it would be interesting, to, yeah, to have gone into this just thing. Oh, it's just like a, a weird legal drama about a lawyer who gets corrupted by those evil city boys.
1: Um, and me not knowing fucking shit About religion was like When he says, you know, like talking about his dad I can relate, I was like Who's that? <laughs> they're like, oh, oh god <laughs> I had to look up Be like, what's Satan's deal? And I was like, oh yeah, he was like an angel And him and a bunch of angels were like thrown out Yeah Does that mean he was an eyeball monster? <laughs> At any point? Well, I mean
2: There's, like, a bunch of different kinds of of angels, so maybe. I mean, I feel like most of the paintings just paint him as, like, a super hot, super sad, smoldering dude. Very emo. The emo angel. Um, And I don't know how that turns into, like, forked tail, pointy horns, (laughs) or goat monster. Like, take your pick. I don't
1: know how either of those are what he becomes, but... I mean, people just just couldn't keep the canon straight. You know, that's the problem with so many characters and IP. You just things change over time. It's like Zelda. It's like what what timeline are we on here?
2: Christianity. It's time for a reboot, clean slate, start it over. Issue or like
1: Dracula. It's like, can he turn? He turns into a bat. Can he also turn into a wolf? Like, what? What? What's going on here? What is it? I think somebody needs to get the Satan backstory a little more. Streamlined here
2: Think how many new converts You could get if you just did a fresh reboot Said this is issue one you don't have to have read Any of the previous bible To get started here mm-hmm. and they just put out You know 17 pages a month
1: Okay That would be good That would be informative I'd like that Just have another crisis on infinite earth Cause it's sad when I'm learning stuff about Religion from the devil's advocate <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the touches they put in I love that he rides the subway um, I mean he says it's kind of like Keep you know uh, Connected to like the common man But also it's like yeah but you're also underground So it's like hell <laughs> Yeah
2: it just feels good to be down there
1: So that's pretty good Also at this party Kevin starts to flirt With a woman um, Christabella by Connie Nielsen. Yeah. They kind of start. Wonder Woman's mom. Wonder Woman's mom. That's right. I was wondering where I knew her from. Um, earlier, I thought she was Italian because it, when he first sees her in the offices, she's speaking like Italian or Latin or something. And I'm like, no, that's just because yeah. that's like devil language, right? <laughs> oh. Sure. Well, well, I mean, her
2: name is Christabella. That feels pretty Italian. Mm
1: mm-hmm. I, well, maybe I can't. I don't know if you're speaking Italian or if you're speaking like scary Latin from the lyrics to the Omen song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does does Italian? I mean, she's. I mean, they they have a lot of international clients. It was. I was just trying to. I, me being completely ignorant of religion is wondering like, does Italian have some closer connection to evil <laughs> or something? Again, I don't know,
2: and I didn't look it up. Yeah. Well, I mean. Th- the bible for a long time catholics had to learn latin to study the bible because it wasn't allowed to be translated so i feel like that's that's still something that people maintain is that like latin's the real biblical
1: language yeah dude um i wrote that around this time where you finally get to see milton's office uh which is has huge fireplace and also has this bizarre like sculpture behind him and there's a huge section on the Wikipedia about a big lawsuit over this sculpture. Oh, yeah? Um, apparently, it was, like, totally ripped off by some actual sculptor's work, like a contemporary sculptor. And I, I was, it what I, I was trying to figure out is because throughout most of the movie, it, it's kind of just, like, this amorphous gray circle with some lumps in it. And then near the yeah. end... It's got like people like moving in it, like reaching out from the sculpture, and that's what the actual sculpture looks like. The actual sculpture is like this gray kind of like circle with like people coming out of it, and I'm wondering because mm-hmm. it sounds like they did some digital alteration to to not show it as much. I'm wondering if they kind of just flattened that out for the whole movie until the end when you see it, or if there is something else that they did. Like, I, I was trying to figure out, like, what changes they made. Because they did have to pay this guy. And it did, like, affect them, like, <laughs> releasing the movie on, like, tape. And I had to put, like, a sticker on a certain part of the tape that showed this sculpture. <laughs> but I couldn't get it straightened out if they, um, yeah, if they actually did need digital alteration to, like, show it less. Because if you're watching the movie, it seems like a choice that those weird... Figures don't pop up till the end, um, but I don't know. It's just funny that they're like that was such a big deal, and it's like something I never even would have thought about. Uh, it, it is a pretty huge yeah. <laughs> sculpture, though. It's like the only thing in his apartment. He has
2: like a a table and that sculpture and a <laughs> fireplace, and then it's just barren. Yeah, like they even uh, comment on it. Uh, they have uh, Keanu Reeves be like, "Where does he sleep?" And someone's like, who says he sleeps? And he's like, well, then where does he fuck? And then John Milton comes out of
1: nowhere, and he's like, everywhere! <laughs> everywhere! Cool. Well, I'm, you know, I was trying to pinpoint, slight tangent, I was trying to pinpoint when Al Pacino turned from having kind of like this kind of like stuffy, like, I, I mean stuffy as like stuffed up nose, like Brooklyn kind of voice, to Southern Sheriff. <laughs> I guess it must have been um, son of you a mean, Woman, right? You mean in the arc of his career?
0: In the arc of his career, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's a little hard to pinpoint because I feel like he has such a strange 80s that's like filled with movies that not as many people have seen. And then I feel like he took a like a break after that movie Revolution, which was like a huge flop.
1: Well, we watched we watched Dick Tracy. Was he talking like this and that? I feel like he might have been.
0: Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe maybe not as as over the top. But uh I do kind of miss younger Al Pacino's like subtlety.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. He talked Definitely. more like Dustin Hoffman or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he, like, smoked a lot also, so his voice got more gruff.
1: I think that's a big part of it. It just seems like it happened so early. Yeah. <laughs> just this immediate change.
2: Well, yeah, it's probably both, like, a lot of smoking and he starts screaming more and more mm. in his performances in that time. and So that, that's probably also weakening his voice. Yeah. Changing
0: it, yeah. I mean, I, especially yeah. if he's doing like stage work, also where he's screaming night after night. Yeah. Well,
1: and I mean, I feel like especially after *Scent of a Woman*, where he wins an Oscar, so it's like, okay, now this yeah, is what the that's people want. <laughs> yeah. Be this. Hoo-ha, man! ah You know another Pacino movie I want to pick someday, but I'm afraid. Of talking about it because it sounds awfully problematic is cruising,
0: yeah. The Friedkin one, that. yeah.
1: But I feel like there's some weird shit with that movie. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll see. Uh, so so John Milton um is gonna it gives uh, Kevin his next case and he's going to he's going to yeah. defend Alex Cullen played by Craig T. Nelson definitely going against type mm-hmm. for him you know at this point he's mostly known for playing dads so well actually that's pretty much what he did the rest of his career too
0: <laughs>
1: just a little break uh and he's uh yeah he's a real estate developer who's charged with killing his wife stepson and a maid uh and he Hat trick. yeah Patrick trick. He seems super guilty. He's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a good guy. Um But yeah, I liked seeing CTN in this uh in this against type performance. I thought he played I thought he did a good job. This guy is pretty cynical. I always kinda wanted to know a little bit more about I mean we always know that he's guilty. But I just like <sighs> I don't really feel like we ever got much motivation for why he did it. I was kind of curious. Yeah. Uh, the, I think I got it. Okay. Okay. Correct me if I'm
2: wrong, but I believe the wife had a prenuptial agreement and had caught him cheating. Mm. And so she was going to leave him and get a lot of You're right. Money. I
1: definitely remember that now. There's the prenup. He didn't want to lose the money. It's all about the money for these people. Uh, so that guy fucking sucks. What a clusterfuck. Um, meanwhile, Marianne uh, has uh, is hanging with uh... who's that again? <laughs> so at least there, in mayor, mayor, mayor. Don't do oh, it. Oh right, right, mayor. Mayor. Uh, She's starting to hallucinate. She sees her mean rich friends turning into demons. I didn't think we were get this much yeah. like monster stuff. That was cool. It's like demon faces. Um, she's also suggests that they make a baby, and they try to make a baby, uh, but Kevin's just, like, envisioning her as Christabella. Yeah. Um.
2: And she's having weird baby
1: nightmares. Oh, uh, yeah. And she's, yeah, getting all aggressive. She asks, where are you? She knows something's going on with him. Yeah, there's that baby nightmare with the, uh, she sees, like, a baby holding, like, guts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, a lot of Weird hallucination scenes It's funny that Well I guess the whole thing is like The devil wants to make everything Difficult around Kevin Not Nothing really happens to him Directly Not like he's seeing demons Cause he needs them, he needs them too You know just like the recent Spawn gets hired in the other 97 Classic Spawn to, to lead the Army you know, John Milton wants his son by his side.
2: Well, and there's also there's this emphasis on free will, right? So he has to um, he has to make it seem like uh, Keanu is purposely making the wrong choice, and he's you know walking that path on his own and not being led down it. Um, so there's even the part where uh, Satan tells Keanu to leave the case and. Help take care of his wife, and he's like, "No, I'd I'd hate her if I had, if I left the case and we lost. So I've got to stick with the case." And it's like, "Oh shit, Count who sucks now."
1: He does suck. Uh, his mom comes to visit. Charlize Theron's like, "I'm so unhappy. I'm actually excited that your mom's coming." Whoa, because you never want to meet Ayo. the the mom. <laughs> Way to pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin's mom meets John Milton, um, and she can tell her something off about him. But I guess they, uh, since yeah, that's the he's the devil's son. They I, I guess must have had some sort of one night stand, right, or something. Yeah, yep. She reveals that at the end of the movie. I, she doesn't go into detail about it, does she?
2: She does. So she has a whole monologue about going into New York as a young person mm. and uh, getting uh, raped, maybe? God. Or maybe just yeah. having, having sex with him because she was innocent and the city was so evil.
1: It, it's funny that I didn't make a note Of something pivotal like that But I did make a note that's They go to a boxing match and meet Don King <laughs> do 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 that. that that track that, that was more important to me They filmed it in an actual boxing match I guess that's why Don
0: King is there And is just like Hey you want to be a devil's advocate I guess you
1: you can be friends with the devil
0: This devil is not a good guy Don King get out of there I mean, neither is Mike Tyson And he couldn't stay away (laughs) No
1: I mean, we're seeing John Milton's influence everywhere There's that scene around this time Where him and Kevin are riding the subway And um, He, like, tells the guy That, like, hey, your girlfriend's cheating on you Mm. You should go go stab her (laughs) Right You should go kill her Go kill her It's like It's not even like That subtle <laughs> It's like Hey Go
0: kill her She's cheating on you.
1: Um So I just think that's so, It's like He's even within the movie He's so obviously The devil <laughs> It's just funny
2: I think Is it around this time That he also like Goes to a church And like Puts his hand In holy water and, like, No we're, we're so.
1: getting there Cause isn't that Um Jeffrey Jones Funeral i forgot jeffrey jeffrey jones uh works at the legal department his name's eddie barzoon i'll get to him in just a minute um even though he has been i believe it was his party early on that they were at um jeffrey jones perfect to play this kind of sleazy character it's too bad he turned out to be an even worse person in real life it's a real bummer um it's
2: also too bad cuz it, it sort of feels like he's supposed to be kind of an innocent. Well,
1: that's the um, thing later. I mean, I'm jumping ahead a, a little bit, but the reason he gets killed is because he's going to testify against John Milton cuz he's like this this he's gone too far. I got to like tell, you know, the CIA or whatever about what's going on. Yeah, cuz Mil-
2: Milton has him like shredding documents like every night after hours. <laughs> it's just so evil. Uh, let's see. I- but also, he, he also wants to do it because he's, he thinks that uh, Keanu Reeves is trying to take his job.
1: So, not totally altruistic. Um, let's get to the Eddie Barzun scene. Oh, right before that, too, there's a scene where John Millen gives Kevin an out, like saying, you can leave all this if you want and go back yeah. to Gainesville. And Kev- and Kevin's like, I think I'd like to stay <laughs> 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 Kinda of, kind of sounds like I did Nicholas Cage. <laughs> um so yeah. Uh Jeffrey Jones has gone to I don't know if it's the CIA, some sort of government organization. And then we get that It's not the CIA. I, I don't fucking that. know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lead on Satan. <laughs> Going to the CIA. It's the uh, Let's see if I wrote it down. (laughs) Is it the FBI?
2: (laughs) I mean, it could be even like the SEC or something, but it's not the CIA.
1: Uh, The U.S. Justice Department? No. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. I don't know what any of these guys do. They're all just secret agents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, um, Colin what do you think of this jogging scene
0: <laughs> It's wild <laughs> Do you I like that he's being chased by ghost demons I, I, I don't know I don't know what to make of the special effects of this movie Because <laughs> at first they're like They're like invisible ghost type people <laughs> but yeah. then they right. they sneak up on him and then they become the the demon face demon face guys.
2: And I don't know why he's so freaked out about them at first cuz they're just like joggers. Hmm. Like the movie makes it clear that he can see them and other people can't, but they're also just like they're just people jogging. But, they, don't, they don't seem particularly threatening at first, but he's already I think like he's oh my god. He's just paranoid. This is it. <laughs> The the CIA is after him
1: He told the secret (laughs) agents That Satan is after him (laughs) So he's got reason to be paranoid Uh, It is funny how there's just like Ghost phantom demons or whatever they are Popping up Mm -hmm. in and out with this movie And then he just stumbles into some homeless guys Like give me a wallet And he's like no And they just beat him to death Uh, Pretty with demon probably faces pretty brutal. Uh, de- I don't remember demon faces, but I could believe it. It's a lot of. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. There's I a lot of demon, demon face. faces yeah. That, yeah, that probably happened. It's a long movie. Probably happened. Uh Yeah, and there's that fun funeral. <laughs> I mean, it's not some, it shouldn't be fun, but it is cuz John Milton's putting his finger <laughs> in the holy water just for the lols, I guess.
2: And I feel like, um, like one of the coworkers, was like, can you believe it? He was jogging, like, <laughs> there's ripping on him. Only the in the old.
1: That's that's Al Pacino. Um, you want know with the with the, okay. With okay. the Cullen trial? Um, yeah, they're gonna they use his, his secretary that he's having an affair with, and she's just fucking lies yeah. on the stand. Says that yep. he was with her boning him. Mm-hmm. Kevin builds a case that Okay the, our case has to be that you're a huge piece of shit And, that's, and you weren't <laughs> there And you're screwing your secretary And that's what they go with and it works hmm. Yeah
2: um, And he he, like, he he can tell That um, that she is lying Like he, he knows he is defending a guilty person At this point and he still wants to win that badly
1: Did you guys uh, Track what case number This was for Kevin In, in terms of his win count <laughs>
2: Oh no! What it's was 66.
1: it? The sixty sixth. The sixty sixth win. <laughs> I know, right?
2: Six hundred more of
1: those, and we're in trouble.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, wins that, but then gets uh, call or no? Or just like Mary, mayor is like missing. Um. Oh yeah. He finds, yeah, her, yeah. In, he finds her in tough. a church. Yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. and she's got a blanket over and she's got she's naked with cuts all over and she says milton raped her uh but of course he would he was at the milton was at the trial with him at the same time so it couldn't couldn't have been he was with me all day so he puts puts her in an institution what else you gonna do what you gotta do with your wife um, I think the funeral happens after this scene because it comes up next in my notes. That's where Kevin found out that um, Jeffrey Jones was going to testify against Milton uh, for being the most evil evil Jeffrey person Jeff. in the world,
0: <laughs> and
1: that agent's on him that, and he's just like, oh, get, you know, no, I don't know, get away from me. <laughs> the agent gets, oh, take my car. He gets meat, Joe Black. He gets meat, Joe Black. <laughs> it's a very, yeah. That's right. Boom! Just killed. Fuck. Um. And Kevin's life is spiraling out of control. He goes to see Mayor mm-hmm. in the uh, institution. Uh, shows up just in time for her to break some glass and slit her throat. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah,
2: brutally violent. She just stabs it right not in. Not a fun
1: part. <laughs> Or, fate for that character, I guess. I mean, Charlie's great in it, but it's just like, damn, it's such a fucking downer. At this point in the movie, I'm like, I don't, this isn't going too good. This is a downer movie. I don't like this. Yeah. That was like too far for me. I think it's not long after that, too, is when his mother tells him that Milton's his father. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't more of a Darth Vader reveal. <laughs> what he tells him. <laughs> okay. Kevin, I'm your daddy. <laughs> Come to Papa. Uh so at this point, Kevin, he's gonna confront John Milton. He's gonna kill John Milton. He brings a gun to John Milton's office yeah. and he tries to shoot him. I love that. This is a movie After where time where Keanu Reeves tries to shoot Satan. He tries to shoot his dad. He tries to shoot his dad. He's the devil, bitch. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't Fitch. work Christabella shows up too And we find out that yeah. He's um His half sister Which is weird too cause like John Milton's got Some sort of Relationship with Christabella And so does Keanu like this is like a gross Family <laughs> dynamic that yeah. I don't like Yeah <laughs> And that's what the devil. And do. he's like, I, I want you and your half sister to have like a baby together. And he's like, you mean the Antichrist? And he's just like, if that's what you want to call
0: it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. I love that the devil doesn't give a shit about any of the the terminology for anything. <laughs> he doesn't care.
2: I mean, we've got we've got to say at this point. Al Pacino is at the height of his powers. Like, he did the movie. He's having fun the whole movie, but he did the movie for this this scene. scene, And he is owning it.
1: The dialogue's funny. The performance is huge. Um, Yeah, I guess to get this big long spiel. It's going to let him rule and have the evil devil baby. Uh, and we get a lot of bizarre imagery too like quick flashes of him like as a as a demon as the devil in his true form i guess that sculpture coming to life arms coming out of it flashes of fire um so kevin does the only thing he he can and he puts the gun to his own head pulls the trigger and then he is transported back to the bathroom at the uh, the case from the beginning of the movie.
2: Yeah, but not before we see Satan scream no and light everything on fire. True. Christabella
1: like, burns to a crisp. I almost forgot about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. well, We were talking about a thankless role for Charlize Theron. Poor Connie Nielsen is just in this to take she her clothes takes off. Takes her clothes That's off, the off the and then gets role. burnt to
1: death. And is also
0: like sleeping with her brother. I feel like basically every... Woman in this movie takes her top up who has like any <laughs> substantial part at all, except yeah. for uh Kevin's mom, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: but even then, it's like, oh, she was probably like raped or something yeah. in the past. It's like unfortunate for all the women, um, transported back to this, uh this bathroom i don't know about you guys but i was kind of pissed when that happened like i don't know if i liked the downer direction it was trending in but i don't like movies where you kind of reverse everything that happened i mean this movie does have a nice little capper at the end be like but you know things things could still go wrong for kevin but uh, it felt like a bit of a cop-out i don't know if you guys felt the same way
2: yeah look I was happy that it didn't end with the end of the
0: world. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's happening when everything lights on fire. <laughs> like where, where do things go from there? It's hard to say like is
2: well, and is is when he goes from the uh, wherever he was before to Sade's apartment, don't isn't there a scene where like Everyone in New York has disappeared, or something like the city suddenly mm, empty. Yes, I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, like there's some weird end time shit that's already <laughs> happening at this party.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of yeah. gotta start over from there. <laughs> Things have gotten pretty pretty fucked. Uh,
2: and I mean, we're gonna get some some Deus in this, no matter what, right? I mean, if you if you're getting that much devil, you got to have God a little bit. And that's the whole deal. God even shows up in uh Bedazzle. So
1: God should have showed up in this and dragged Al Pacino to heaven. <laughs> You're in trouble.
2: You're coming with me to heaven. <laughs>
1: Dead. <laughs> um yeah, he's he's back to the bathroom. He has this revelation, he comes out and he says he has to whatever. I don't know the terminology, resign, recuse, whatever. He's like, I can't do this yeah quits uh, which you can't do you can't You
2: can't quit a trial in the middle uh, of it
1: well he does because he's a good guy <laughs>
2: So it's, I mean well they're saying like that's gonna probably end his legal career he'll be far.
1: yeah for sure but then that journalist talks to him and it's like hey I could do an interview with you you know you could be this this yeah. hero man for doing what you did out there like, yeah, I don't know. We'll, think so we'll, you know we'll talk And he walks away and We get the awesome shot of the journalist Morphing back into John Milton And then he looks At the camera And I didn't write down the line but I think It's something like Vanity that's my favorite Sin <laughs> And then he goes ha, 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 And like fire is imposed Like it's like all over the screen and we get paint it black <laughs> pra- respect to them for choosing paint it black and not um you know sympathy for the devil sympathy for the devil yeah because <laughs> it could have oh, that was great that's a great ending uh, that's the ending where like right. I was like okay maybe I think they they may have fixed this a little bit for me I really like that <laughs> Cause that's the scene, that's a scene that only Al Pacino could do. Talking to the camera, delivering that exact line, laughing with fire on the screen. Redford yeah. could not have done that. Sean Connery couldn't have done that. Jack Nicholson maybe could have done it. Mm, okay. Oh yeah. Ah, ooh, Jack Nicholson would have been pretty good in this too. That would have been good. You yeah. know. Hmm. I, I I like that. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's The Devil's Advocate. Directed by Taylor Hackford. Written by. Who that? Taylor Hackford. He directed Ray, an officer and a gentleman. Uh, Dolores Claiborne. It's a Stephen King adaptation. His career's kind of trailed off over the past few years because he did Love Ranch and The Comedian. You know, so he had to go ahead and make like the worst De Niro movie and the worst Joe Pesci movie. Um, but some pretty respectable dramas in there. Do you think Love Ranch would be a good double feature with X? <laughs> uh, maybe I assume Love Ranch is in the past. I think it is. Well, aren't they like? Isn't it
2: about like starting a brothel or yeah. a farm?
1: Um, so it's like kind of kind of the same. I think thing. so. Yeah, I feel like the only reason anyone knows anything about it is because it's like, "What Joe Pesci's in a movie? What?" <laughs> yeah. and then uh, I didn't realize this till the end of the movie, and I saw the credit that uh, written by Jonathan Limpkin and of, co- of course Tony Gilroy. I'm like, "Oh, of course! If it's if it's an adult movie that has something yeah. to do with the law, Tony Gilroy's got his fingerprints on this." Very much felt in line with something he'd do. I wish the devil was in Michael Clayton. Yeah, very rogue one. Like I loved this John Milton character so much. I would like. I would have like. I wish there's a sequel where
0: John Milton's doing something else.
1: <laughs> like he's working in the entertainment industry, or he's running for president, or something.
2: I mean, there is a lot of potential there, right? Because it's. It sounds like he's just always trying to get his kids to hook up with each other So it could just be two other kids I think behind.
1: that's the thing This version of the devil is just like How can I fuck with the world? So it seems like he <laughs> could find another avenue to like exploit that uh, But I think we've missed our window for another devil's advocate movie Unfortunately okay. um, And this movie did fairly well I think it opened pretty close to Titanic So that kind of fucked it over yeah, that'll do it. Um, but it still did fine. Um, I don't see any Oscar nominations. It's not that it deserved any. Some some Saturn Awards. Some Saturn Awards. Um, but I liked it. It's, it's it was goofy and it was too long and it didn't have a great ending. But I thought it was pretty entertaining for the most part. What about you guys? Overall, uh, it was goofy and it was too long. And I had a stellar ending that saved the whole. thing <laughs> What about you, Colin? I haven't seen your letterbox
0: Eh, Mine was a little lower Than your guys, I gave it two and a half Oh, okay I didn't love it, I thought it was alright It it was too long I just found it Kinda Unsatisfying In like the many different Like (laughs) Pots it has its hand in Like it's not I, I didn't really think it was that great As a legal movie or as like a Natural movie I mean I guess Pacino's fun But it's just not It's just felt too familiar to me For other other roles That he's played And Keanu's obviously like He's always likable But his performance is a mess Special effects were weird I just felt like Maybe Kevin needed to be more likable Like I didn't Really care that much about (laughs) his him turning to to the devil and doing these evil things, and so like his redemption by the end, like, it wasn't that invested in.
2: (laughs) Needs to be a little more uh, Charlie Sheen in Wall Street.
0: Yeah, but he just seemed kind of evil throughout the whole movie. He did. He should have got someone nice. Satan level evil, I guess.
1: He should have got like Matthew (laughs) Broderick. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of lame. <laughs> well, the other option was Brad Pitt, but I feel like that would have been pretty similar. I don't know. I would have liked that better. I like Keanu. I like him in this movie. I, I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I don't. He seems evil from the get go. Keanu can be kind of cold sometimes, but I don't know. He looked. He looked good. He looked cool. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, I I feel you, I get you
0: But its I mean, it's still like a movie where I'm glad I watched it Because you don't see many movies like this It's definitely a strange
1: Yeah, Colin (laughs) How how many movies do you get Where you get to see Al Pacino morph into an angel With wings And then fly up to the screen I I forgot about that shot I'm looking through it And I found it Yeah, it's a
0: wild movie. I just don't. Not everything about it worked for me.
1: Uh, speaking of not working, Sean, did we get any goofs? We
2: did. I actually pulled out a couple uh, legal goofs uh, that actually have more to do with geography that I wanted to bring to everyone's attention. Um So, when Milton and Kevin meet for the first time, Kevin says he worked for the Jacksonville District Attorney Office for five years. Florida doesn't actually have district attorneys. It would have been the Jacksonville State Attorney's Office. Mm -hmm. So, they kind of blew that one. Uh, And then kind of related to that, Milton claims that Pam, uh, who is... One of the characters, I don't remember which one, uh, used to work in the Brooklyn County DA's office. Uh, And in this case, there is no Brooklyn County. Brooklyn is a borough. The county is named King's County for uh, King George. Uh, So it should have been the King's County DA's office.
1: That seems like a pretty weird goof, honestly. (laughs) <laughs> like, was this just made by like a bunch of Los Angeles people who didn't care to do any research about New York? I assumed they filmed most of it in New York, unless it's yeah. one of those like only exteriors were New York, the rest is Los Angeles. I don't know.
2: It could be as uh, you know, you said it's based on a book, so maybe that's what it says oh, in the book, and they yeah. didn't want to change it. For
1: Andrew Niederman's part. fault. <laughs> that hack. Yeah. Um, dang man, goofs. Goose galore. Um, All right, fun. Thank you for that. And uh, another segment, uh, guys, I gotta do a John's Rogues (laughs) Gallery because this is a really good one. Uh, Yeah, this is a segment I like to call John's Rogues Gallery. God, I love being a bad guy. <laughs> Guys, John Milton is an evil doer. <laughs> I'd say it but he is. Yeah. Uh full name, Lucifer. Alias, John Milton, Satan and the Devil. Origin, the Devil's advocate. Uh I guess this version, <laughs> yeah, not the Bible. Um occupation, senior partner at Milton Chadwick Waters law firm and Absolute ruler of hell, you know. Double
0: feature,
1: <laughs> two paychecks, uh, power slash skills, high intelligence, immense charisma, advanced business acumen, yeah. <laughs> vast supernatural abilities. Okay, that's that's pretty vague. Vast supernatural abilities. They, they, they kind of just well, well, the things. The, the, I just feel like. they... I would argue the things we see him do are know, pretty vague like, in this movie. They could have just said lots of powers. <laughs> uh, invincibility. Bilocation. Don't know that one. Bilocation. It'd be two places at the same time, mm, you think? I think you're right because of, uh, yeah, when he went after Mayor, Amity's in the court. Omnilingualism. Yeah, he can speak multiple languages. Sure. <laughs> this is a good one. Absolute control over hellfire and demons. (laughs) Cool. That's good. Voice, mimicry, and strategic scheming. (laughs) Hobby, riding the New York subway. (laughs) Attending boxing matches. And fornicating and seducing and drinking. Goals. Have his children Kevin and Christabella conceive the Antichrist failed but bringing about antichrist is still in progress
0: uh
1: bring about armageddon ongoing and overthrow god and destroy heaven ongoing (laughs) he's still at it Mm -hmm. crimes torture spiritual corruption mass murders rape psychological abuse incest and our favorite guys, attempted omnicide. (laughs) I'd never heard that word my whole life, and now I've heard it like three times for the past three episodes. Everyone's getting on the omnicide train these days. (laughs) Because it's just insane. It's like, okay, I want to kill everything. In
2: 1997, people were really worried about (laughs) omnicide. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, do you guys want to take a stab at the type of villain? It's three words. Uh, I feel like it could have been one. Devil. I mean, yeah, right? That's what it should have been.
0: Uh, yeah, I really don't. I'll, I'll just go with uh, Dark, Lord, li- lo- Dark Lord Lawyer. That's a tongue twister.
2: Um, psychotic, seductive.
1: The premise. Oh, wow. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> like the alliteration. <laughs> Um, Colin got kind of close Satanic Dark Lord <laughs> Alright I feel like that's a little Satanic?
2: Can you... I don't think it's fair to describe Satan as Satan? <laughs>
1: it's like saying God is godlike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, Well, he's God, though John, you're so Johnish. I'm so john I, I think, yeah The fact that you got Dark Lord It's props, good. man That's pretty Two good Two out of three ain't bad Yeah uh, well, there you have it, Devil's Advocate, a very funny movie from the nineties. <laughs> uh, Colin, to you. Next, next um, pick.
0: It is me. It is okay. I do feel like my pick will be a good companion to this one. Oh, I'm excited! Another nineties movie. Yes. Another kind of sleazy movie. Hmm. <laughs> um. I feel like it's a good time to talk about it since it's enjoying its thirtieth anniversary. Oh, this year. I think you know what it is? Go ahead. You think you know what it is? You're probably right. Um, it's basic instinct. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, sleazy
1: thirtieth anniversary. It, it's like it had to be that. It Had to be that.
0: It's just there's been a lot of talk about erotic thrillers lately. I feel like ever since that the, the Deep Water movie came out. <laughs>
1: Dude, we are on the same page. This was gonna be my next pick.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I'm so I feel like no none of us had seen it. No. It had to Always wanted to.
1: Always <laughs> wanted. I think it last time I checked it was pretty available on streaming. Okay. Let's take a look. Absolutely. Um definitely. It's on HBO. Perfect.
0: Alright.
1: Paul Verhoeven. It's twenty minutes shorter than this movie. Like That's that. Good. I just like uh, yeah I, I, I've always wanted to see it Michael Douglas, Creepo Gotta got learn more about that Wayne Knight you know. Stephen Tobolowski. Guess he's back, back again <laughs> Dude, this has some This is like a murderer's row of character actors In the supporting cast mm. Wayne Knight Daniel Von Bargen You know, from Malcolm in the Middle Stephen Tobolowsky Mitch Peleggi from the X Files. A lot of like people who are very prominent in the '90s. James Rebhorn. James Rebhorn. Wow. Wow! 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 Uh, That'll be great. Looking forward to that. Um.
0: What did we do last time? Yeah, we're doing a lot of like creep movies. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we did Altered States. Yeah, I like it. He's he's kind of a creep in that movie. Yeah, no, it's good. He's a a mind creep.
1: I don't even really know the premise of Basic Instinct. I'm all I know is the leg scene.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's all I know. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm excited to talk about Michael Douglas playing the ultimate creepy guy in the '90s. (laughs) That'll be fun too. Yeah. Um. But yeah. You know, make sure to check that out And check this podcast out On mildlypleased.com Or wherever you find podcasts Search Mildly Pleased It's the easiest way to find us Um, And you know Listening to this podcast Is my favorite sin <laughs> I see the girls walk by dressed in their Summer clothes Turn my head until my darkness goes I see a line of cars and they all begin to blend.